Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hi, race fans. Welcome to this week's edition of Southern Race Week right here on your great racing station. As always, want to thank y'all for taking time and tuning in to your favorite radio broadcast, but also remind you, you can find us on your favorite podcast location all across the world. As always, I'm William Barber, a.k.a. your pal, your friend, your neighbor, WB, and, of course, setting high atop his pit box is the producer to the stars, the man that makes it happen. He gets us all the info and the slideness on all the celebrities in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Alfie. Thank you, William. Glad to be uh, back with you again this week on Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is just sweeping the nation, William. It's going from coast to coast as everyone's listening, tuning in to the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is available for you every Monday on your favorite uh, podcast platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. So your opportunity to tune in and listen to any of our programs over the last few years. So while you're working out or maybe driving around in your car or relaxing at home or whatever your plans have, you can always listen in and tune in to the Southern Race Week Radio podcast every Monday. And if you ever want to know who we're going to have on each week's show uh, in advance of the podcast uh, or in advance of the radio broadcast, check out Southern Race Week on Facebook. Alfie does a great job of posting up who the guest is going to be, and that way, whenever it's time for your broadcast or your podcast, you will know who to be listening out for. All right, Alfie, well, there's not a lot going on in the NASCAR world this past weekend, so let's talk about what's coming to Atlanta Motor Speedway, buddy. I don't know if you've seen it, but the the American Flat Track Series is coming up to Atlanta Motor Speedway just 20-something days away and I'm going to tell you, that is going to be a cool, flat track racing environment. But there are also, if you've checked out the Atlanta Motor Speedway on Instagram, seen some of the pictures, boy, Alfie, I'd hate to be the uh, the, the lawn guy, the, uh, the maintenance ground supervisor, because somebody has put uh, 14 tons of dirt, it looks like, on the front stretch and on the infield there. Uh, right there where the Thunder Ring was. <laughs> it looks like a bumpy ring now. But uh, getting ready for the monster uh, motorcycle cross, motocross coming uh, into town here in just a couple of days. So I tell you, it's uh, this Atlanta Motor Speedway has become the new um, racing venue for not only NASCAR, Alfie, but for many other racing series, not to mention the monster trucks are going to be coming out there as well. So a lot of great racing action coming to Atlanta Motor Speedway, and it's all right here in our home turf, our back door in uh, Henry County, Georgia. Thanks to uh, Law Tigers, uh, Georgia's law <laughs> motorcycle lawyer team, we're going to be giving away some tickets to the uh, Flat Track Racing Series. So if you want to win those, check us out on Facebook. Look for the uh, Progressive ATF American Flat Track logo along with Law Tigers logo. Like and share the post. Of course, you know how to do it, folks. And uh, we'll put your name in, and you could be winning tickets to the May 1st racing event coming up at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And for those of you who don't have Instagram like William does, you can also go to the Atlanta Motor Speedway Facebook page, 
and also their Twitter account, which is keeping you up to date with all the dates of all the events that are coming up here. Man, I'm, I'm telling you, as you mentioned, William, Atlanta Motor Speedway, which is typically known just for NASCAR races, has become quite an entertainment venue here in Hampton and in the surrounding the city of Atlanta. In fact, I also saw that Kansas, the band Kansas, will be performing a concert at Atlanta Motor Speedway as well. So there's so much going on. You mentioned the flat track uh, race that'll be May 1st. Atlanta Motor Speedway making its debut. In fact, William, next week on the program, we're going to have two racers from the American Flat Track Series uh, coming on the program to talk about that great event. Uh, you, mentioned, uh, you mentioned Monster Jam, which is also going to be going on there at uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway. Supercross, the Monster Energy Supercross, as you mentioned, uh, coming up. So many great events going on at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So much to even bring you in this program. So for all the information, easy access to the website. Just go to atlantamotorspeedway.com, click on the events tab right there, and it'll give you all the information of what's come up in Atlanta Motor Speedway, uh, William. And, and you've seen it over the years. I mean, AMS was just known, as you mentioned, as just a couple of races a year back in the day. And now you got the Georgia State Fair that's usually there. you got the Motorama, which is every year, which is also returning this year as well. We've got uh, the Monster Jam for the first time in a while there at AMS. Um, so many great activities going on. So uh, it, it's, a, it's now become more of an a, a entertainment destination, more than just a place to go watch some racing every now and then. I'm telling you, man, it is, uh, it is an entertainment destination. And it's so cool because that every little bit helps. If those, if those track, if that Atlanta Motor Speedway track had not been there for the uh, American Flat Track Racing Series and for the Monster Truck Series, with everything going on, um, they may not have been able to have those races anymore. The American Flat Tracks, uh, for all of you who, who don't know, have been racing up at Dixie Speedway the last several years, but had kind of outgrown that facility, and that's why they're at Atlanta Motor Speedway. But then also, too, the, um, the monster truck guys had to look at another option because an indoor facility and having that big of a crowd was not going to be conducive due to the terms and in, in the, in the times that we're in. But, hey, come July, we're going to be out of all of this COVID stuff. We're going to be back into the world of happiness and everything else. And then we go back to Atlanta Motor Speedway for the wonderful NASCAR racing. But, Alfie, 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 let's run down that list of guests we have this week. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just coming up in minutes here, we're going to be speaking with JoJo Wilkinson, short track driver. From Hueytown, Alabama, William, just a few weeks ago, she was in California driving the BMR Driving Academy Series. And she's turned some heads, William. She performed very well there in Rossville, California, I believe. So she'll kind of uh, give us her critique and her thoughts on uh, racing in that series and what's coming up with her uh, this year as well. And Ryan Priest, a friend of the program, he's going to be joining us this week uh, to catch us up to date on what's going on with him as well, William. So once again, another star-studded, jam-packed guest lineup for Southern Race Week Radio and the Southern Race Week Podcast this week. I'm Jacqueline Drake with the Cars Tour, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network itself. We're continuing with this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. Appreciate you taking the time to tune in and listen not only to the radio broadcast, but also the podcast 
as well. As we continue the program, we have another special guest for us here on Southern Research Radio as we head on over to the Food Depot Hotline and welcome in from Hueytown, Alabama. Ladies and gentlemen, friend of the show is Miss JoJo Wilkinson. Miss Wilkinson, thank you so much for taking time to join us yet again this week on Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. We truly appreciate it, and thank you so much for taking time to join us. Thank y'all. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, you had a very, very amazing experience. You traveled out to the West Coast to take place in the BMR Racing Academy Series, which is a set of races to hopefully develop you young drivers and also give you an opportunity to race in one of the elite NASCAR Premier Series. So uh, you turned a lot of heads out there, JoJo, in California a couple of weeks ago. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your experience with the Academy and the Series? Yes, sir. Whenever we flew up there, we got there Thursday. We had a couple meetings and stuff, and that went very, very well. Because as a driver, you want to learn how to talk to um, your sponsors and how to market yourself. So that was very well Thursday. And then Friday, we got to meet the track, and I was very nervous myself, and I was very hard on myself. So I didn't go out there and do the best that I could. But Saturday, I woke up, and I was like, okay, I'm going to relax, and I'm going to do the best that I know that I can do. And we went out there, and we ended up setting the pole and finishing second in the race. So I felt like I learned a lot, and it was a very fun experience. Uh, finishing second, very impressive. In fact, the gentleman that beat you in an interview really complimented you on your abilities to drive and, and was really um, just, you, I think you grabbed a lot of attention out there. Do you feel that you kind of turned some heads and maybe introduced yourself to some new sponsors and drivers and, and other people who might be, you know, taking this opportunity to maybe uh, find a driver for their team or maybe a series coming up? Yes, sir. That's why young drivers like me, go out to California and try to do the all, try to do all that we can to turn heads and get people to notice us and get sponsorship. So that's a big part of why I went out there to just learn all I could and exactly learn how to sponsor myself and market myself. So I really think the BMR Academy is a great deal for young drivers like me just now making it up into the ARCA series and wanting to learn how to drive one of those cars. Uh, speaking with JoJo Wilkinson here on a Southern Race Week Radio, short track driver out of Hueytown, Alabama. And if you if you follow JoJo on social media, you are all over the place, JoJo. You're, you're a cheerleader. You're also a, a beauty queen. Um, you're still in middle school right now. You've got so much going on. And then also the racing career. So how are you able to balance everything as far as your personal life and then also your racing career? It gets very, very hard sometimes. But without my family, it wouldn't be possible because they're the ones who pushed me to be the way I am today. And ever since I was little, Dad would always be on the go and I would always be with him. So it's nothing new for me. I've always been really busy. I've always cheered. I've always done gymnastics. I've always done pageants. I've always raced. I've always been at the racetrack. So we just like to call our life a busy life and nobody really understands it unless you are a racer and you go through it. But it definitely gets very tricky sometimes with school, trying to make sure that your grades are up and I'm an honor student. Um, so it just gets really hard sometimes, but that makes 
you turn out to be a better person. Now, as you advance yourself in school, as you say, there's going to be a time that's going to be, do you go to college or, or do you want to continue the racing career? As far as your education goes, do you, do you plan on going to college and continue to do racing? Or once your high school career is over, are you going to focus on racing? What, what are your plans once uh, your high school career is over? Once my high school career is over, I want to just stick straight to racing, and that's my that's what I want my career to be. I want to make money off of it, and I want to help other people make money off of it. So I truly think after school and with me being so young and me um, graduating next year, I really think that I'll be turning more heads and getting more sponsorship because I will be older and I will be coming out of high school and I won't be in school anymore. So I think I'll just stick to racing and um, just do that. Now, we still have a lot of time to go here the rest of the year. Uh, what other events are you planning on racing in uh, this year, including the summer coming up here? What, what world could we possibly see you at racing? Well, I really hope that I can be up in California, but without the funds, there really isn't any hope in that. But we can go run at least one or two more races for Bill uh, for the money that we've got. But we're going to be running Pensacola, Montgomery, Cordell, Nashville, just pretty much all over the southeast down here. Um, but we plan on running every single weekend so I can get that seat time that I need and then also learn with the best of the best. Now, one of the things I remember talking about last time with you when you were dealing with the, the BMR Academy was these are cars that you've never really driven before. Um, after the weekend of racing and the time you've had to practice, were you able to acclimate yourself to this new type of vehicle that you're not used to driving? Yes, sir. The first time I went up there in January, it was a little difficult for me because I've never been in one of those cars before. I've never been in something that heavy. So I think with me going up there, what, two weeks ago, it really helped me. And I actually learned how to drive one of those cars and what not to do and what to do in one of those cars. Um, but I've actually learned a lot racing one of those cars and i'm actually going to take some of it to short track racing with me well uh, jojo as you mentioned i know you're looking for some sponsorship dollars and people to help you out financially to try to get yourself some more races there at the brm racing academy series um, i know you just started up a new website and you're starting to kind of promote yourself a little bit more so i know that new website is up and available so this gives our listeners or maybe Hopefully someone might be out there listening who might be able to help you out financially and maybe want to help you out in this endeavor. So for our listeners out there who might not know much about you or maybe want to learn more about you, where's that website they can go to to see you? And then also you can uh, let them know about your uh, social media handles as well. Yes, sir. My website is jojowilkinson.com. We've got everything on there. We've got my schedule, my sponsors as of right now. We've got an email um, link to that website so if you wanted to get in touch with us somehow you can email us or call or text my dad his phone number is also on there um, but I also have a Facebook page called JoLynn Jojo Wilkinson and we post on there all the time racing updates where we're going to be at next if we have merch in at the time just stuff like that and then I also have my personal page on Instagram where I post a about my everyday life, like cheer, being with friends, being with my boyfriend, or being at the racetrack. So you can really get in touch with me on any social medias. 
Well, uh, JoJo, uh, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Sun Race Week Radio. We're always excited to have you on the show to update us what's going on with your uh, young and illustrious career. Uh, we're looking forward to talking to you again down the road and continued success. Yes, sir. I'd also like to thank all my sponsors, Instacope Premium Products, U.S. Tank, Automart South, Dawson Auto Sales, In-N-Out Service, and Custom Exhaust. Turner Excavating and Grand American Race Cars. I'm Adam Alexander, part of the NASCAR coverage on Fox Sports 1, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Well, race fans, welcome back to this edition of Southern Race Week, driven by Food Depot grocery stores right here in Georgia and uh, all over the world, really. I mean, but there's, they're not only owned by the same people, but all the ones in Georgia owned by Georgia family, friends, guys, and neighbors. But, hey, Alfie uh, and I, I'm William Barber, WB, in case this is your first time, you've been living under a rock you never heard of us before. Alfie, um, there's a lot of traction going on and a lot of reaction going on to um, to the Southern Race Week podcast, man. I got to give you props on getting the podcast up on as many locations as you have it and about how all the past episodes are there. People can listen to past interviews with everybody under the sun. So congratulations, brother. In a short period of time, I, I feel like it's a short period of time because you know, um, you do all the work and I just work, uh, the other job all the time, but you've done a great job, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You've done a, a marvelous job and you know, it looks great, man. When I go on the iHeartRadio app, I can not only listen to last week's episode, but I can listen to two weeks up two months ago or whatever else. So that's kind of cool, man. Congratulations. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot of work, but it's been satisfactory. Got a lot of great compliments from some of our fans and listeners. So yeah, every Monday you can check out the podcast iHeartRadio app, uh, also on Spotify, iTunes, and uh, SoundCloud as well. So uh, very grateful to have those podcasts allow us to put our show up there. And like I said, we've gotten some great uh, compliments and some great uh, feedback from a lot of our listeners. So we really appreciate everyone taking the time to tune in and listen in to the Southern Race Week Radio uh, podcast, which, uh, as I mentioned, is up every Monday. Yeah, also, uh, too, uh, I know, but we're going to talk about some other short tracks and how things are progressing and things are changing and getting ready that some of the smaller tracks are are learning from, you know, what the big racetracks are doing with bringing fans back in the stands. But um, have you gotten your FedEx package from me yet? I sure did, William. I got uh, the package from Atlanta Motor Speedway. They were very nice to send us a, a bunch of uh, great stuff there from um, – race weekend back back a few weeks ago and yeah, quick trip uh, 500, folds of honor. yeah yeah from the folds of honor and and a lot of cool stuff there as well but another thing that i want to come uh, kind of bring up william you kind of mentioned it there with um with a short track is that uh, over the last weekend mm-hmm. um we had some great uh, short track racing going at the thunder ring at uh, atlanta motor speedway as they had a uh, a bandolero and legends race and mm-hmm. it, it's hard to believe that pretty soon we're going to be having Thursday Thunder once again, and uh, this time hopefully with a great crowd of people. But I uh, want to give uh, props out there to Ken Reagan and everyone that works hard over there in the Legends program at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And I wanted to recognize, William, real quickly, the series, the Spring Series Division champions uh, from Atlanta Motor Speedway as they had uh, some racing programs. In fact, uh, they had a doubleheader this past weekend. And want to mention some of the uh, winners of the series there. In the Pro Series, Kale Hall uh, was your winner there, William. In the Masters program, it was Bill Premins Jr. In the Semi-Pro Division, Nathan Jackson. 
in the Young Lions division, Isaac Bevan. Outlaws division, Carson Brown. And then the Bandits division, uh, Hudson uh, Campy. And a really interesting situation there in the Pro Series, William, as two brothers were actually battling it out for the championship. Uh, Kale's brother, uh, Cody, also was uh, in that series. And how about this? Kale topped his brother, Cody, by just three points to uh, win the pro division there uh, at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So uh, congratulations to uh, those uh, young men and all the young ladies that were out there participating uh, at Atlanta Motor Speedway during this uh, Legends program. And as we mentioned, uh, William, it's not going to be uh, too long before we start the, the Thursday Thunder program at Atlanta Motor Speedway, June. Uh, so just about, what, a couple of months away, we'll be starting the uh, Thursday Thunder program at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So if you want to know more information about that, or maybe you want to participate in the uh, Legends program at AMS, uh, and you can think of uh, all the names. When we have Ken Reagan on, every, uh, on, the, on the show, we can run down the names of uh, drivers in the truck series, Xfinity, Cups, um, and all the other series in NASCAR where we can probably name off a ton of racers who have gone through the Thursday Thunder program and have advanced themselves into the premier series in NASCAR. Uh, I mean, of course, Reed Sorensen, one of those guys. Um, who, who else has come out of that Thursday Thunder? We, uh, uh, Joey Logano. Of course, uh, Joey Logano is definitely one of the big names. Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. Uh, so many people have participated uh, in Thursday Thunder that is now part of the NASCAR community. So uh, you have to give a lot of uh, compliments to uh, Ken Reagan and, and the entire staff there at AMS for what they do in that uh, that Thursday Thunder series because it's, it's Ken Reagan. You know, he raised Ken Reagan is a former Winston Cup driver back when Winston Cup raced at Five Flag Speedway with Lee Petty. I mean, dude, you Ken Reagan is a Ken Reagan makes Mike Cochran look like an antiquated version of Google, bro. And you know how much information Mike Cochran knows about racing and stuff. Ken Reagan is a dictionary, is an encyclopedia that could fill the halls of the Capitol building in, in D.C. Uh, he just knows so much about racing and everything else. So yeah. a lot of great well, folks have come through that program. Oh, definitely. And if you want more information about Thursday Thunder, or maybe you would like to participate in the Thursday Thunder program, you can go to a couple of websites to get all the information. You can go to AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com, or you can also go to LegendsOfGA.com, and you can get all the information, dates, and also uh, how you can probably come out and uh, take a tour of the facility. And also, uh, you know, I got a lot of friends who have uh, who have uh, started racing in that series, and um, they do a great job of, especially those beginners, to help them out, try to find them a ride, and, and get them an opportunity to get in there and and race around that uh, bullroom there. So uh, if definitely. You're serious, if, if you're serious about it, Alfie, I can schedule you a test drive. Nah, nah, I think. Uh, Come on, man. Come I think on. I'm all right, William. I think I'm all right. But yeah, but uh, once again, I'm, I'm looking, I know last year with Thursday Thunder, with everything that was going on in the world, uh, it wasn't the same type of activity, but hopefully by the time June comes around, uh, we'll have a lot of fans back in the stands to uh, cheer on and, uh, and make some noise for all those great drivers here locally. And it's crazy to see some of the cities, when you look at the list of, of participants, uh, some of these people who come in from, we got people from Nashville, Tennessee. We got Mobile, Alabama, Salisbury, North Carolina, Churchill, Tennessee. We got people from uh, Mississippi who are out here racing, Rock Hill, South Carolina. 
So uh, it's just crazy to see the cities where people will come out from to uh, race and participate in the uh, Legends program there at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So uh, once again, kudos to uh, Ken Reagan and his staff there at the track. Hey, this is Mike Bagley of Motor Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. You, my friends, are listening to Southern Race Week. All right, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie delivering to you yet again another brand new edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we've got a lot to discuss. We've got another great and special guest joining us here on the Food Depot Zoom line as we go live to an undisclosed location somewhere in the United States of America. I know he's in an office right now. It looks like it needs to be set up and doesn't look like there's much on the walls. Uh, maybe we can do some artwork that he can hang up there on the walls there at his office. Ladies and gentlemen, let's, well, let's welcome in the driver of the 37 Louisiana Hot Sauce, Chevrolet Camaro ZL1LE for JTG Doherty Racing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Ryan Preece. My man, you need to work a hockey game. That was good. Look, I'll be more than happy if you want me to follow you around with like a boom box playing a theme yeah. song as you walk into like your press conferences after a race. And I, I can introduce you in like with like this clear, beautiful style that all these journalists are going to go, whoa, what, what just happened here? What you're telling me is you can be my hype guy. Uh, basically, yes. That's a great way I can describe it for you. I can be your hype guy. I think more NASCAR Cup Series drivers need hype guys. I mean, I think it's, it's an important aspect of any sporting event is the hype guy. Just as important as the driver, I think the hype guy brings as much to the team as, uh, you know, the, the jack guy. That's it up. Tired. Absolutely. So let, let me ask you, since we're talking about that, I'm always curious when I talk to certain drivers. Um, I've gone to a lot of baseball games, you know, you know, hitters have their walk-up thongs, their walk-up themes when they come up to play. I know when I see driver intros, sometimes you have, like, a generic song or something playing when they introduce you. And if you had a walk-up song, a theme for you to come out to when you're introduced at races throughout the season, do you have a certain song that you would like played as your walk-up theme? You know what? If we did, it would, it would have to be uh, Tom Petty Won't Back Down. That's a good one. I was just playing that at Waffle House this morning when I was having breakfast with my son. Nice. Yeah. Him. So let's, yep. let's talk a little bit about you. Obviously, we know you are a great racer, but I think there's a lot of things that people might not know about you. And this is an opportunity for you, me as a fan, as a journalist, to kind of dig deep and know a little bit about Ryan Priest himself. Uh, do you have a hidden talent that no one else knows about in the world? Do you, what, what, is, what is your hidden talent besides driving a car real fast? If I do, I'm like all of you. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't found it yet. Let's talk about the Bristol Dirt Race a few weeks ago. What was it like to experience something that NASCAR hasn't done in, in 50 years and, and to bring that experience back to the, the fans that were at Bristol to watch it? For you personally, what was that experience like to be in those cars? Well, I think I know what it would be like to be in a sandstorm. Now I have an idea. But uh, it was a lot of fun. And, and to be honest with you, NASCAR – uh, we always kind of promote road racing as like the great equalizer. And, and I think the new one is dirt racing for, for cup cars, right? So uh, I thought that was really cool um, and a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It was a great time. You just came off an Easter weekend. You have a, you know, a little bit of break before you guys go race in Martinsville uh, Saturday night. I know this is such a long season and you have such a short off season between ending the season and getting into Daytona. So when you have a, a week off in the middle of the season, how, for, how do you spend that time? Is it a time for you, do you kind of step back away from racing and kind of focus on your family or, or do other things to kind of keep your mind off of it? Or are you just pretty much 
engaged with it even during the off week. Yeah, I went and raced last weekend, so I'm 100%. I race all the time. It's that thing that I enjoy doing. I like competing. I like competition, and I like I like trophies and winning. So uh, luckily, I was able to win this past weekend in South Boston, Virginia, and bring a trophy home that I could put in my race shop. And I always love it when you got when cup drivers go off and do other events because I think it's so great for these small tracks when you go out and do a short track race or something that they know, hey, Ryan Priest is going to be at this race. So you're able to bring maybe a bigger crowd than normal to a certain small track that might be, you know, needing some people to come out and check out what's going on. So for you to do other events outside of just the cup series races and to go meet maybe drivers who look up to you and maybe have an opportunity to, to conversate with them, what's those experiences like when you go to like a short track to race? Uh, man, I'll tell you what, when there's certain races that you go to, the energy that you can feel from crowds, right? And uh, it's just, it's a lot of fun. I mean, all the people there, they're local fans that just want to go watch grassroots racers that, you know, and all those guys, what they do during the week is work on their race cars to get to the racetrack. And I was one of those guys. Um, so I enjoy going to events like that and, and seeing people like that and all the tailgating that goes on. And, and really, it's just it's a special, special deal. So I have a lot of fun, and, and I enjoy doing it. We're speaking with Ryan Priest here on a Southern Race Week Radio on the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. When you go to a Cup Series race, and then you do an event like you did here in Boston where you just won over the weekend, differences and similarities when you're going to a Cup Series event, and then when you do something that's, like you said, down in South, South Boston. Well, it's just it's a different vibe. Um, you know, right now with, with COVID and not having all the fans allowed at the race is just – it's just so different. It's kind of like a practice session more than anything. You don't have that same energy that you have where you have all the fans there and cheering and excited and it's an event, right? It's, it's, it's just different right now. So once the, uh, once the cup races get fans back again, it's going to be crazy energy and, and really amp you up. Well, Ryan, if our listeners want to keep up with you on social media, keep up with what's going on with you and, and JDT Doherty racing. And, uh, and I got to tell you, man, I'm a big fan of Brad Doherty. He's, you know, growing up watching him play basketball for the Cavs. So before we kind of pimp your social media stuff out, what's it like working with Brad Doherty and having him be one of your bosses? I mean, he's a huge guy, so you must like power over you in height. So what's that like when you're with him? I don't think I'll ever dunk on him or probably for a uh, three-pointer. Have you challenged him to a one-on-one -on -one game? No, because I don't want to get embarrassed. <laughs> but, yeah, hey, uh, everybody there is is awesome to work with and. Really, uh, social media-wise, you can you can follow me at Ryan Priest on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, really any of those, so go check them out. Hi, this is Winston Kelly, the Executive Director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Well, all right, Alfie, we're about to wrap up another week's edition of Southern Race Week, and I tell you, man, you did another great job of getting us some great guests. Run down the list of who all we had. I know JoJo and the whole team. Give it to me, buddy. That's right. Thanks to uh, JoJo Wilkinson for joining us this week and also Ryan Priest for uh, joining us this week. We had some uh, great guests. We appreciate them uh, taking the time to come on and talk to us here on Southern Race Week Radio as well as the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, William. Hey, if y'all are looking to, uh, to win some great prizes from us and uh, want to chit-chat with us and find us more, more about our show, check us out on Facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. Or go to SRW Radio on Twitter, or you can check out Alfie at Alfie underscore 19 on Twitter, me at WB Radio Network on Twitter, and of course, you can find me on Instagram at William Barber. Alfie, I, a question comes in from a listener. What does, what does Alfie have against Instagram? Why is he not on Instagram? 
Just don't like it. Just don't like it. Well, there you go, uh, Renee Patterson. Uh, Alfie just doesn't like Instagram. There you go. Sometimes there's just too many social platforms, bro. That's definitely the truth. I, I got enough between Facebook and Twitter. That's 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 plenty enough for me. So. I thought you were going to say you were on uh, TikTok. Oh, no, no, definitely not. Definitely not. That'd be uh, rough around the kids, but, wouldn't uh, it? But uh, next week, William, uh, you know, you're mentioning the flat track uh, race series that we're going to have here at AMS uh, May 1st. Uh, guess what, William? We're going to have two of the participants in that race will be on the program next week. I don't have their names, but I do know that they will have uh, be providing us with uh, a couple of participants. So uh, we'll be able to talk to them and uh, get a little bit more information about them personally and the uh, series uh, that will be racing at May 1st at AMS, William. Until next week, folks, I'm William Barber, AKWB. I'm Alfie. Y'all have a great one. We'll see you at a short track or super speedway near you.